Welcome to Dropping the Ball. I'm Andrew. Today with me, I have two hosts. I have Luke, and you might get a special guest appearance from my daughter, Addison. Ooh. How you doing, Luke? I'm doing great. We just went and smacked some golf balls. It was a mixed bag, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, it was Addison's first experience, and I think she ended up quite a bit of dirt on her face. Yeah, it was mainly because of my golf clubs. <laughs> she was sort of behind me. Uh, which is the best place to be for my golf game is to be anywhere behind me so that there is no danger of being struck with the ball. And uh, yes, we were careful. We were golfing with the baby, and it is a uh, it, it is a, a bit of an art, but uh, I think we've got it. I think we're going to be able to, to pl- at least do some nine pretty soon. What, what do you think, Addison? Do you think we'll be able to handle that? I think she enjoyed it, but we're not yeah. here to talk about uh, my daughter as much as I'd like to, and we're not here to talk about our... Awful, atrocious golf game. Those are different podcasts. Maybe two separate ones. Two <laughs> yeah, separate. Correct, definitely correct. two separate podcasts. Still working on getting on data daughter. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we're here to talk about the world champions, the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? 1995 was their last World Series, and here we are. They are the 2021 World Series champions. And if you had asked me you know, four or five months ago if I thought this was the team that was going to pull it off, I would have told you absolutely not. Technically, we did ask that question. I don't think they were in the equation. <laughs> that is true. So, like, what what does this win mean to you, Luke? Uh, I mean, I think for our part of the country, for uh, a, a baseball-starved part of the country like North Carolina, uh, where we have to sort of... I remember we've talked about it before. When we were kids, you sort of had to go with... The Braves. I didn't really ever know any Orioles fans or any um, or any. I love I love Cal Ripken. Well, sure, everybody loved Cal Ripken, but it was it was Cal Ripken and the and the Baltimore Orioles, and it was Chipper Jones and the Braves, and of course their incredible baseball dynasty level uh, pitching staff, which was maybe not a dynasty level uh, team in general, but definitely one of the best pitching staffs. You should staffs see of our time. dynasties episode. Yeah, which check that out. That we talk about whether that team in those mid nineties was actually a dynasty, definitely had that caliber level of, of their potential. Uh, that was really a, a team of of our region. The best team that we've had really in our lifetimes was that, that 90s uh, Braves team. So I think it was nice for all of us because everybody else was just WGN uh, Central fans Correct. because of coming out of Chicago like that. But I think it was great. I think it's really important for the, for the Braves, for a, a, a traditional team with a, a lot of history and a big fan base. Uh, to do something that was a bit of a surprise. I mean, I, I, I wonder I wonder how the the Red Sox feel, though, sitting at home after having beaten the Astros pretty soundly in a couple games. They just couldn't quite get it done. But how do they feel about yeah. beating the yeah beating the, the the Astros, their potential where they could have beaten the Astros maybe, but just couldn't get it, get it done, and, and they could have maybe beaten, gone on to beat the, the Braves as well. So uh, we'll see about, about those teams in the future. But really we're here to talk about uh, the, the Braves and the Astros as well in terms of uh, are they going to be able to come back next year and do this again? And also, just an opportunity to talk about that seven-game series and appreciate it for well, six-game series and appreciate it for what it was. Yeah, and for me, it was a little nostalgic. I'm not a Braves fan by any means, but Chipper Jones is definitely one of my favorite, if not my all-time favorite players. And to your point earlier, yeah, we absolutely know about the Braves. That's the team that's talked about and has been talked about the most in our hometown. And and so it kind of makes sense that I was at least a little bit excited. As I would mentioned before, I would have been excited about the Astros as well. Oh, hi, Addison. And so, you know, the thing is, it's extremely hard to repeat as world champions. And again, we didn't feel that the Braves had enough. I mean, they lost 
Acuna very early on, but then they made some huge moves. Alex Antopoulos is a genius. Picked up Jock Peterson, Adam Duvall, Eddie Rosario, and Jorge Soler, who was the World Series MVP. And I mean, those were huge signings when the Braves country probably felt a little down and out when Acuna got hurt. And then let's not forget to mention that the Braves lost their number one acquisition and starter in Charlie Morton two innings in. And Soroka, too, is also another piece that goes out as well. And, of course, you can talk the same about... About the Astros, how they didn't have Verlander, that was a big sure. key to their to their their starting but that five. Was but they, expected at some they point. didn't have him the whole season. <laughs> yeah, and that was expected at some point for them to not have Verlander in the in the future. And with the staff that they had, they McCullers is a big loss for the Astros as well. So I I, I think that I think that the question that we can start off with before we even get into the actual the actual uh, series itself, do you think that the loss? Let's see how we can maybe put this without being one of those stupid baseball questions. It's like, no, of course not. But could they have done this with Acuna without the rest of those additions is, I guess, the question that I've got. It's... I know. It's definitely one of those questions that everybody wants to ask that is just silly. It's a tricky one because you have Eddie Rosario, who largely in part carried them through the championship series. Adam Duvall Duvall as well had some really big moments in the championship series. And got them there in the the regular season, too. And then you had Jorge Soler, who came in and wins the World Series MVP. And he barely even played in the championship series sure. because of COVID. So yeah, yeah. can I sit here and confidently say that Acuna would have done all of that? Probably not, because no. the question would be, who would they have picked up out of that group of four sure. to come over? I mean, the big reason it's been said that they brought Jock Peterson was over wasn't necessarily about his play. Yes, he's got the championship pedigree. He's the ninth player to have ever won on in back-to-back years on separate teams, which is a pretty big feat. But they literally brought him in to lighten up the clubhouse, and he did just right. that. Yeah. I think him and Anthony Rizzo were having a conversation that said, hey, uh, you know, people that dye their hair blonde, that's a $50 million move. And so <laughs> here he is, he shows up, and he's got his hair dye blonde. But, I mean, he had some big moments. He wasn't this – he didn't have the October that he had last season with the Dodgers. No. But – but you could tell that he brought some of the fun out of the game that, that you missed by having Ronald Acuna because he yeah. is one of the best players in the league. He is one of the most exciting players in the league. And so losing that isn't just losing the offensive and defensive production. It, it's also just the energy because that, yeah. was a, that was a very low moment. And the Braves went into all-star break. They were playing one game above 500. Right, and 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 had yeah, yeah, I know it's incredible that they made it that far, but this the swagger that that Acuna had that kind of was brought to the the playoffs by Rosario and Peterson and Soler in moments and Duvall, particularly in the World Series, he kind of had a, a slow championship series, but it was still it was still a um, I kind of disrespected him a little bit in our in our preview, but I would still say that. Yeah, exactly. You didn't exactly Addison know what was gonna what was gonna come out of that, you know, right, Addison? I mean, it just felt like, eh, you know, the, are they gonna have enough by committee to be able to to recover from losing somebody like that? And, and clearly, the answer was yes. And and sure, of course, they would have been a better team 
if everything could have planned, could have worked out exactly as they had it planned from the beginning of the season. But they had a lot of ups and downs, had to recover, had to make some quick moves, go all in, which is, like you said, with a, with a GM having to make a call like that, do you shut it down because you lost your star player, your MVP caliber guy? Well, I mean, really, you have another one with a guy like Freeman out there. But still, when you lose the future of your franchise with Acuna, do you just shut it down or do you double down on a good rest of a lineup and, and reinvest? And that was a great opportunity for, for teams right now to see that it's not always a situation where, oh, well, crap, we just lost Acuna. I guess we're going to have to shut it down and try again next year. There are There's enough talent out there that's waiting to get picked up in the right moment to, to put together a playoff run, which is a shame when you when you think back on, say, teams like the, like the Cubs uh, this last year and the year before maybe. Could they have maybe dumped some of those guys earlier and tried to reinvest and brought in some fresh talent with some, with some energy and, and tried to make it again? I don't know, but it worked for the Braves this year, and that's a nice thing to see. And when you look at this Braves team, and and arguably the Astros team, they had they had a pretty tough pathway to get to where they were. The Braves had to yes. beat arguably the best pitching rotation in the league with the Brewers. Yep. Then they had to beat arguably the best team, although they had one less win than the Giants. They were still better than the Giants, and that showed the because they beat them in the division series. They were. And then they had to come through and beat the Astros, who are on that cusp of becoming a dynasty team. That was their third World Series in five years. Obviously, they won the one that, you know, potentially has a little bit of an asterisk on it. So the Astros had to go through the White Sox. They mm-hmm. handled them pretty well, but right. that was arguably one of the most offensive potent teams going into. And then they beat a a Cinderella-type Boston yeah. Red Sox team that yeah. no one ex- necessarily expected them to be in that position. Who themselves but, had knocked out the Yankees and the Rays as well. Meaning and then got they some ended quality. up giving them a great series. Sure, sure. So you had the two best performing teams. It wasn't like these were flukes getting there. No, no. But at the end of the day, I think that the Braves, when you come to the actual World Series, I mean, they... They handled it through and through. They mm-hmm. beat them in starting pitching. They beat yep. them in <laughs> offensive production. They beat them especially in the bullpen. And I think that's where oh, yeah. everyone was kind of shocked. You have someone like yeah. Matic who's been DFA'd in the last yeah. couple seasons, barely pitched in the major leagues. And he could have easily – I was talking to a friend of mine, Adam. Sure. He, he could have he, he could have easily been the World Series MVP. If he wasn't, think about a, the big he wasn't a long reliever or a setup right. guy, he would have been. Think about the big moments where he – he yeah. went through the middle of the Astros lineup and yeah. came up with a big goose egg and, and set them up oh, to yeah. get to Will Smith, who was lights out for the entire World Series. So, I mean, and got through them squeaky clean. It wasn't like he was getting through them and then there was like some, all right, well, you know, if we can keep this momentum going, maybe we can tear up Will Smith. No, no, no. I mean, he was he was three up, three down in a lot of those situations. And going into our preview, I know we kind of we talked a little bit about the, the offense, the defense, kind of around the horn. We'd already given, at least I'd already given the Braves the outfield because I liked yeah. those pitch, uh, setups. I gave yeah. them the pitching. Yeah. In the infield, we both agreed that the Astros was, were better, but that's not what we saw. By we experience saw, and by, uh, by longevity, mainly. Yeah. But but realistically, Austin Riley, Dansby Swanson, who'd had one hell of a game six. Oh, yeah. You had Ozzie Albies, who didn't have a great series, and then Freddie Freeman, who looked pretty good. He looked yeah. more of his former self in that last yeah. game. And Albies that, was a good closeout series. game, but so, that's it. At the end of the day, I mean, the Braves, top to bottom, beginning to end of this whole series, although they lost two uh, two games out of the series, they were easily, hands down, the best team. I think the the number for home runs, the the, the Atlanta Braves had 11 
to two. Yeah. And when you think about the Astros, that's typically their MO. They are a heavy-hitting team, and I think that speaks volumes to the Atlanta Braves' pitching team and pitching lineups that yes. really just held that high-powered offensive unit at bay the entire series. Even in those games that the Astros did win, they won big, but it didn't seem like the Braves were really out of contention or out right. of control. Because let's think about one of the games that the Braves lost. They had a Adam Duvall grand slam in the first inning. Yeah. And realistically, the game didn't end way swayed to the Astros. The Astros just played a better nine innings. Right, yeah, a better a better game overall. I, I think that the... The big thing about playoff baseball, and especially the World Series, it's sort of comparable to, to things like uh, soccer in a way where when you get to, to that level of a, of a competition, I mean, and also any kind of series game, hockey, basketball as well, there's a little bit of safety that you have to play in a seven-game series where you don't want to get a little bit ahead of yourself. You have to remember that you've got set, you could potentially play seven games, that you have to win four. So you're going to lose. You have the opportunity to lose some games and not really ruin your your season or anything. But I think that I think that the the Braves pitching staff always let their batting unit be so relaxed and they were very they were able to go up there and be pretty aggressive at the plate and swing at some some balls that sometimes are, are maybe not the best situations to be going all out in and they pay dividends because they're they're able to be relaxed up there and they're not they're not already behind so far that they're playing catch up and with all that stress and I think that that's definitely what we were able to see with the Braves where they every time they were up there they looked so relaxed they looked so carefree which is usually how the Astros look at the plate where they're up there swinging free and feeling confident and it was nice to see them match up like that so uh, in terms of our our conversation now like where where would you like to go do we want to we want to play a little bit more with the actual series itself or do we want to cast forward more to, to potential for next year. Well, I think looking at next year is really fun, a really fun conversation because this Braves team could look significantly different, especially sure. when you think about the people that ultimately carried them. They're, yeah. they're, they're potentially losing Ed Rosario, Jorge Soler, who I think both are going to be good options if they decide they want to keep them because yeah. we don't know when Acuna is going to be back. But is Peterson Adam a Duvall, rental, though? I mean, is Peter, you know, like that seems like a Adam, rental. Kind Adam of. Duvall is also another person they could they could think about bringing back. But the big one is the one that you think and you, you in your in your head, he's always going to be a brave. Right. But they haven't worked out a deal yet. They did tender a qualifying offer to mm-hmm. him, so they had the uh, option to be able to do that which we'll talk a little bit more about qualifying offers in our next episode right. and what that kind of means. We're doing some free agency but up next. Freddie Freeman. Yeah. And as much as I'd love to see him in, say, a Cubs uniform, which I know it's not going to happen. I don't even think that's on the radar. He's going to cost a little bit more than we, we're probably going to be willing to spend for his age because he's in his early 30s. But it'd be fun to see him, yeah. say, in the, in the pinstripes in the Yankees because of that short porch. But yeah. it would it would it'd kind of hurt my feelings a little bit if I didn't see that big old goofy grin of Frederick in yeah. an Atlanta Braves uniform. I mean, it's hard to pay for those 30 massive bright white teeth. And maybe he gives them a hometown discount because sure. he wants to stay there. He at least, I mean, he got his, he got yeah. his World Series, so it's not like he's going to be trying to jump ship to get that. Does he believe that this is the best place for him to stay is it going to be about his family? Is it going to be about money? Or right. is it just going to be about loyalty to his team and he's just happy, he's content, and he's okay? Yeah. Sounds like Addison thinks he'd be okay with being there, but we'll see. Cool. I mean, so the Braves could look very, very different. 
We don't know no. how long this is going to be right. for uh, Morton to be back. We don't know much about we don't know much about Soroka and whether or not he's going to be able to be back and 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 healthy because he's two came years back in a row now, isn't it? and then he got hurt again. Yeah. And so, but the same could be said for the Astros. The Astros are losing arguably the hottest free agent on the market in Carlos Correa. They're not really losing much else there. They have no. the opportunity to potentially. Uh, they didn't extend a qualifying offer to Verlander, I believe, but they have the option to re-sign him. But the fact that they didn't offer that to him, he's typically worth that much money. So that might be indica- indication of what they know about his health and recovery. Yeah. So could we see either of these or both these teams back in the World Series next year based on just knowing they're losing or potentially losing some extremely big pieces to their overall success? And I mean, I, I don't think that what we've, what we've really seen, and we were just talking about it before we uh, actually sat down to record it, uh, the Astros, and you, you pointed it out, they've really been a pretty homegrown kind of thing. And over the, these last five, six years... They've just made clever kind of fill-in-the-gap type moves. And really the unit that is kind of still the, the biggest question is that pitching staff. Because you've, you've got Verlander, who's old as the hills. You've got Grinky, who's older. Who's someone that you know, also needs to be re-signed if they want to have him. Sure. And, and, and it's if, what happens when you lose those two guys? I mean, are you really going to be losing that much? Well, because you didn't lose anything in Verlander because he didn't pitch this Right. And, you, and, uh, and Grinke uh, didn't perform well enough to be even really in consideration, except yeah. for pinch hitting, which he's apparently the best pinch hitting pitcher yeah. in the history of the sport. But that's not going to be around <laughs> much longer anyway Correct. when they put in universal and, DH. Well, with the CBA, and that should be that's going to be something that we're going to discuss once we find out more. Hopefully we don't find out more. Hopefully they keep that behind closed doors. Yeah, that would be nice if they don't do what they always do, which is the owners put an unnecessary amount of pressure on the players by releasing all of their decisions and the behind the scene, blah, 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 blah. But we're not here to talk about that. But either way, I think I think that'll be the, for the two teams, I don't imagine that the Braves pitching staff is going to change that very much. In no, fact, they, they definitely only, need to make sure they keep that bullpen. Keeping the bullpen together the and making decisions about long-term pieces like Soroka. Do you keep Soroka around or do you ship him off and try and find I mean, Can they get a deal else? like they got with Acuna and Albies? Because, Jesus, yeah, those were great That's deals. incredible stuff. So that, that would be the question. I don't see the Braves' pitching staff changing very much. I do see their outfield particularly changing pretty drastically coming into next year. But they've got a lot of young talent. But they've got a lot and of And a lot of it's already locked. Up. Exactly. So we they, want to see Freddie back. That, they've got to spend money. I think that'd be important. Yeah. Bring Freddie back because yeah. you're going to lose a big fan base. And no, they're not going to go running and pulling for other teams just because Freddie left. But that's going to really upset some people because he sure. is kind of 12 the, years. He's the iconic brave now. Yeah. He's that Chipper Jones yeah. type persona in terms of when you think of the Braves, you think of Freddie Freeman and yes, uh, Ronald Acuna, but now that he's hurt right now, that kind of gets clouded a little bit. But, you know, can I confidently say either of these teams are going to be back? I, I'm going to say that I'd be more confident 
only because of what they've done in the last five years. Saying the Astros could get back, but I'm not saying that they will. I don't think that they're going to be the best team going into it American League-wise. You've got teams like the the Angels that should add some pitching and make that <laughs> offensive production a little bit more <laughs> pertinent. You have the White Sox, which if they do get more consistent pitching, they're going to be a force to reckon with. You know, so there's there's some teams in the American League. Detroit's going to be up and coming. They're not going to be there for another couple of years. I don't think the Red Sox will go but away. But Red you Sox know. aren't going to go away. The Yankees, of course, are going to be out there spending they're money. They're going to be a conversation. They're so, going to be buying players that you want to have the even if they're the not day, making the playoffs. <laughs> I still think the Astros have a little bit better of a chance getting back sure, only because sure. of that experience. Yes, the Braves have finally broken that kind of current curse where they just sure. couldn't get over the hump and win a and win a series they won a couple yeah. uh, and the most important one we'll have to see this Braves team uh-huh. could absolutely still make it though yeah it's going to be dependent on what the Dodgers do sure what what can the Brewers do being a small market team yeah how will Steve Cohen handle the Mets and kind of their uncertainty? They can't find anybody to work for them because no one will allow them to, to interview because everyone's happy. So it's going to be interesting to see what this new mm-hmm. season's going to look like Absolutely. with the new CBA, with the, the collective bargaining agreement that's going to be agreed upon. Hopefully they make an agreement and we don't end up yeah. not having baseball or, or starting late or something along those lines. But, you know, the big point of this episode, Luke, is congratulations to Braves fans. Absolutely. Congratulations to every one of those Atlanta Braves, even the ones that, you know, weren't able to actually play. I just listened to an interview uh, today from, uh, who was it, Uh, Josh Tomlin. Mm -hmm. And although he didn't pitch, I don't believe he was even on the, the actual game day rosters, but he was there and he was excited to be a part of it. And so... Congratulations to everyone in the Braves organization, Absolutely. especially to Alex Antopoulos. We don't talk about the people up high enough in a positive way. He did a stellar job building this team, even after the the whole losing money and picks from the international pool situation that they ran into a few years back. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. And a beautiful I, Greek name, Alex Antopoulos. I mean, just correct. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I would love to see the Braves back. I'd love to see a rematch because you just don't get that that often. But nonetheless, yeah, we we do want to come back here in the next few days talking to you a little bit more about qualifying offers, free agents that we think might be going different places. Addison's really excited to talk about those free agents. Free agency's so fun and in every sport. Because realistically, for the next couple months, that's all we have to talk about when it comes to right. baseball. And, right. and uh, it's a lot of speculation, but speculation's kind of fun. And so yeah, Speculation's a blast. That's what it's all about. I mean, at this point, we don't know what, what's going to happen. We know that the, that the Astros, for example, are five years into a major program, and dynasties don't last much longer than no. five years nowadays, so... And, Are they going to be able to keep it together for another couple years? We'll see. for our Braves fans, make sure you share this episode. Get it out to the Chop Nation. We want people to hear these these episodes. And I'm not a a Braves Braves fan. Luke's not a Braves fan. But I'm happy to give credit where credit's due. Absolutely. And that's what this podcast is all about. Talking great things about sports. And this was a beautiful, beautiful moment for the Southeast region of the United States. And you could argue for the entire United States because last year's World Series, quote unquote, didn't count. I don't understand that. But then also, so many people did want to see the Astros fail and they got their wish. And let's be real, 
I got it right. So I'm not really <laughs> mad about it. Hey, Brazen Six, baby, chop and, on. And you know, one of my one of the last points that I want to make, and and this is sort of a, a it's a little bit naysaying in terms of the way that we evaluate sports. I saw a, a thing that said that this was the second the second least watched World Series in the history in terms of TV rating. Really? I thought and, it was the other way around. And, and they were kind of dumping on it a little bit. And it's and I think for me it's like let's let's take it a little easy with those kind of conversations about viewership and things like that because I don't think that that's really the way that we should evaluate sports. We should evaluate it for how fun is it, how the quality of it, the enjoyment of being able to watch a sport like that. And, you know, if people want to want to not show up and watch baseball, it's okay because they're really missing out on something incredible because that series was a really fun series to watch. And I, I think that uh, go out there and, you know, apostolize a little bit baseball with this because we're going to be pushing baseball, we're going to be pushing soccer, two of the, the more underappreciated and underwatched sports in the United States, but two sports that are absolutely up there in terms of uh, the ability to watch and enjoy and have a great time with it. So uh, thanks for listening in with us today and, and uh, getting our opinions with uh, with me and Ashton and, and Drew and uh, enjoying ourselves a little baseball. Uh, and, and now what are we going to do? I guess we're just going to have to watch a lot of soccer. Yeah, a lot of soccer coming up for you guys. We'll be having an episode here kind of a yeah. third of the year, quarter of the year mark. There's a lot of fun stuff going in the English oh, Premier League. But don't forget to follow us on Ladoru LLC Facebook page. Also, Dropping the Ball group page on Facebook. You can tweet us at dropping underscore the ball. No G. No G. You can also email us at droppingtheballpod at gmail.com. Make sure you like us, subscribe to us, share us, five-star ratings only. And just, you know, get the word out there. We're excited to be here with you guys and hope you have a great rest of your day. Later, y'all. Yes, exactly.